0: Hello and welcome to Jubilee from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Mr. Jubilee, champion of the jive, defender of the jam, and guardian of our foundational rights of boots, Zoot and Rooty Zoot. If you're aching for some jam that's jumpy as a jeep without a jockey, stay with us, Jackson, because we got a dial full of mellow and mad that's rarer to have at you. Stashed away in tonight's grab bag or a flock of your favorite favorites. Erskine Hawkins and his Velvet Booters, pantalizing, vocalizing Effie Smith, and as an added attraction, your consensus combination for convulsing comedy, Jack Benny and Rochester. All of which brings us to that ponderous presence of Jubilee's own Boulder Dam, your massive of ceremonies, Ernie Bubbles Whitman.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Wendell Niles. Men, get ready for another sizzling session hot on hall. Slip into the groove and don't make a move because the fire gets higher than a telegraph wire. And right by my side to strike the first matches, is Erskine Hawkins. With a massive match, matches. only Hawkins can match it. Start at the start and finish somewhere near the finish. Erskine, show up. Thank you. As rugged a rigolette as Hot Horn Hall remembers. And now, cats and kittens, Hot Horn Hall takes a great deal of pleasurable pleasure in announcing the return appearance of one of the finest instrumentalists of the day. Letters are poured in from servicemen and women from every corner of the globe requesting the sterling violin V presenting a Joshua Hypett, Mr. Hellman, and Fritz Chrysler all roll into one. Jack Benny! <laughs>
3: Thank you, thank you. Hi, fellas. That was a nice introduction, Ernie. Yasha Heifetz, uh-huh. Misha Elman, Fritz Kreiser all rolled into one. Uh-huh. Now, Ernie, you could be three people rolled into one yourself there. A little bit. <laughs> Who are the three people? I don't know. They were all husky. <laughs> I know that. Uh, Look a little like Don Wilson around the stern there a oh, little I bit. See. I know that. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm very happy to be back here on Jubilee. And Jubilee is happy to have you. I've got a lot
2: of requests for you to play your violin, Mr. Benny. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
3: be glad to oblige, Ernie. Now, Rochester (laughs) will just hand me my violin. Rochester? I haven't seen Rochester around here. Yeah, well, he was supposed to meet me here with the violin. He never can depend on that guy. Last week, I was invited to Ann Sheridan's house to a dinner party. He didn't even show up in time to help me get dressed. Uh, He has to help you get dressed? Well, it's not easy. Those laces are behind me, you know. (laughs) What are you laughing at? (laughs) I hope he gets here so I can play that solo. Well, maybe Rochester went to see his girl. No, no, he couldn't have gone to see his girl. See, this is my day to wear our sport coat. <laughs> Besides, he's sworn off of women. Oh, he has? Oh, yeah. You know, he was very disappointed in his last love affair. Met a girl, winder and diner, and she seemed to be in love with him, too. But then, like all the rest, she double-crossed him. Yeah? Double-crossed him? Yeah, she wanted to get married. Oh. <laughs> But it's really awful how you can't... I don't know, you just can't trust her. I bet my violin wound up in a pawn shop or something. He's always doing things like that, you know? Maybe that's him now. Hello?
1: Hello, Mr. Benny, It's Rochester.
3: Rochester, where have you been? Who, me? Yes, yeah, you. Where's my violin? I'm supposed to play for the fellas tonight. Well... Boss, couldn't you maybe play a trombone solo? you get got to laugh with anything. No, No, I
4: can't. <laughs> How
3: about a
1: guitar recital?
3: I can't play the guitar. Maybe some tissue paper and a comb.
1: <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't have a comb.
3: <laughs> now, Ross, has to stop beating around the bush. Did you hop my violin? Please, Mr. Benny, let's not use that word,
1: hop. Around Central Avenue, we prefer to call it Three Ball Social Security.
3: (laughs) Marcia, tell me me exactly what happened then. Well, I was (laughs) standing in the store
1: holding on to this old violin that you've been playing on for years and years and years. I know,
3: I know how long I've been playing that. Go on with the story.
1: Well, a man came over to me and said, how would you like to have a nice, crisp, $10 bill for that tired violin?
3: What happened then?
1: Holiday for strings.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: to tell the truth, I'm surprised he gave me $10 for it. That whole violin was full of baby termites.
3: Baby termites? I can, I can understand termites being in the wood, but why baby termites?
1: I don't know. Maybe when you played Love and Bloom, they took it serious. LAUGHTER
3: Well, you shouldn't have pawned it, Rochester, no matter how much you needed the money. Well, I need it awful bad. Oh, t- oh so, What'd you need the money for? Uh, what did I need it for? Yes. Mr. Burns, they don't use
1: all the ivory to make piano keys, you
3: know. I'm glad that didn't get a big laugh. Just one joke. <laughs> So that's I suppose you lost that money in that dice game.
1: Yeah, I happened to pass a few friends of mine who had assumed the position, as it were, but I walked right by them.
3: Well, if you walked right by them, how could you lose any money?
1: I guess I shouldn't have even slowed down momentarily.
3: <laughs> Look, Rochester, I have to play a violin solo for the men overseas, and I don't care how you do it, but get that violin. Get over here as soon as you can. Goodbye. Oh, just a minute, Rochester. Yes, Mr. Benny. Are you making this phone call from my house?
1: Uh-oh, I'm down here in the drug store.
3: Are you sure?
1: Positive. Why, Why should I spend ten cents for something I can get for a nickel?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh the fire, that guy. But Ernie, while we're waiting for him to get here with my violin, do you think you could get the orchestra to play a number? I sure can, Mr. Benny. Erskine Hawkins
2: and the boys have been sitting here ready to go with the most requested number in Jubilees. Solid history. Sergeant Doug Scott and the boys in the hook. Two at APO980, Pokey Putt, Naughty Head, Hammerhead, and Sad Sack number two, all at APO490. The Cats and the Gators at 709 and PFC Warren McCullum at APO726 have each and every one demanded one of our conspiculates called the Bear Mash Blues. Dig that title of Bear Mash Blues. Well, if someone gets the blues cause they want to be mashed by a bear, I'll be right over, honey. But now music my soul, please. <laughs> none other than the hawk himself on that trumpet. Oh, Mr. Benny, are you ready with your solo
3: now? Now, Rochester hasn't shown up yet, and Ernie. Not even I can play the violin without a violin, you know. Oh, hey, where's that wonderful singer, Effie Smith, that you said was going to do a number? Maybe you'd get her to help me out by singing it right now. and Mr. Wait.
2: Benny, that's no sooner said than done. I'm sure she'd be
3: delighted to come to your assistance.
2: How about it, Effie?
0: Why, certainly I'd like to, Mr. Benny.
3: Thanks. Darn that Rochester. Now, all the good talent is coming on in front of me. <laughs>
2: Effie, unless my numb old brain has deceived me. The song you picked out to slap the cats around is Straighten Up and Fly Right. That's
4: right, Ernie Well,
2: get set for the takeoff, girl. Get set. The
0: buzzer took the monkey for a ride in the air. The monkey thought that everything was on the square. The buzzer tried to throw the monkey off his back, but the monkey caught his neck and said, Listen, Jack. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Ain't no use in diving. What's the use in diving? Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. The buzzer told the monkey you were choking me. Release your hold, and I'll set you free. The monkey looked above the buzzer dead in the eye. you free, you're touching, but sounds like that Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right, straighten up and die right, go down, papa, don't you know. Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa. Don't you blow your time.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Ever Smith. That was as smooth
3: as a wet kitten.
2: Uh, Mr. Benny.
3: He's not here yet. Oh, excuse me. I get on my hands on that Rochester. Come in. Well, well, it's Rochester. Yes, isn't it?
1: Mr. Benny, don't look at me like that.
3: I don't know whether to say hello or start singing. I'll walk alone. (laughs) Never mind the wise track. Where's my violin? Right here, Mr. Benny. Hmm. Looks all right. How'd you get it out of the pawn shop? Well, you
1: know your old Maxwell. Yes it almost filled up the whole store window.
3: <laughs> we'll discuss that later. You know, this happens to be a very valuable violin. Isn't it beautiful? Set me back 2,000. 2,000, huh? Yeah. yeah. What a stack of box tops. <laughs> box tops, Rochester, this happens to be a very fine violin. I think it's a Stradivarius. Stradivarius? I'm not quite sure. It's got a label inside, though. Peeping through that hole. See what it says inside there.
1: Okay, let's see. It says... huh? Uh, property of Max Sphinx Globe Theater.
3: <laughs> Poor old Max. He was a bad gin player, you know. But get a load of this bow, isn't it a beaut? Made out of genuine horsehair. Genuine horsehair? huh? Yep. Mr. Barry lost two dollars on him at Santa and he had to get even some
4: way.
3: <laughs> you like that, huh? Never mind, Roger. We wasted no valuable time when I could have been playing something for the men. Is there anything in particular they've requested, Ernie? Well, Mr. Benny, most of the letters ask for uh, Ida. Oh, the one I played before. Yes, know. I see. They don't want love and bloom, huh?
1: Here you are, Mr. Bennett.
3: Give me A, will you, fellas?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's close enough. I'm not Hey gonna... again? A little flat, practice first, Now huh? <laughs> what time is it, huh? so <laughs> give him Ida? Give my lunch. Wait for me, for heaven's sake. you drive a guy nuts, you know. Ready? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, my
2: Sergeant, straight from the steam room, we bring you a beanie team. It's not a dream, it's a Lou Mal Morgan trio. I've
4: got to love you the first time I love you. In the you got a certain me with the last, make me feel so happy, make me feel so blue. Oh. Baby, be with you. Marshall and sound of Than Look out, baby. If you so wise, Get you in a whole lot of trouble. Oh, baby. Then they And stop, mother. Look out, baby. Is she wise? Oh, why? Father, she bubbles. Get you the whole house out of the whole bedroom.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Lumelle Morgan Field. That stuff was puncture proof. And speaking of a banquet room for the gravy that's groovy. Oh, Keep the mailman headed in the way. Dip a point in the blue and run it over anything that happens to be around. Then aim it in the general direction of Jubilee, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Well, see to it that someone rubs a lamp and you get what you want. Take the case of a certain sergeant with the moniker of Mitchell Wright. He scribbles a note asking for Erskine Hawkins, ultra-famous and super-complete with duper Tuxedo Junction. Well, Erskine played Tuxedo on Jubilee just a few brights ago. But just to show you what happens when we get a request, Erskine is giving a downbeat and just watch what comes out. with a solid wall of stuff. We smack up against those big words that say the end. but we're starting right now to get hot on all and shape for another G-sharp nightmare. We'll be being in the stuff that's right off the cuff before that moon has a chance to go up and down eight times. Till then, this is Ernie, my boots need lacing, but I can't reach them, Whitman, saying from the bottom of my big, fat heart, so long and good luck. <laughs>
0: the Armed Forces Radio Service.